The Jen, Gabe and Chewy podcast is sponsored by Celsius Energy Drink, and I am here to tell you it makes a huge difference in my mornings. With a unique blend of essential energy and key vitamins, Celsius is your partner to an active lifestyle. My favorite, the peach vibe. Learn more at Celsius.com and pick up Celsius Energy Drinks today. Showtime. The right way to start your day. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. I mean, yeah, sure, technically they're married, but it kind of feels like they're estranged or legally separated right now. This sounds like a technicality. This sounds like something that you Aaron Rodgers would like, take full advantage of. I mean, my mom never thought this would work out. Oh, I just wish we hadn't lost those four months. But if time was what you needed just to gain a little perspective. <laughs> we were on a break! This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. We were on a break, Ross and Rachel. If you ever reference friends again on the show, I'm going to walk out. Just so you know. You're just angry about Aaron Rodgers, and now you're taking it out on me. Hey, I didn't finish the whole letter. What? I fell asleep. You fell asleep? <laughs> you know, I can't believe I even thought of getting back together with you. We are so over. <laughs> Fine by me. This is Jen, Gabe, and Chewy, broadcasting live from the Gruber Law Office's One Call That's All Studios at The Avenue with Gabe Neitzel and Mark Chamara. Here's Jen Latta. She wants to ride it, she's trying to hide it I'm cool as ever, she's too excited Her man look like he wanna fight He ain't doing nothing but running his mouth Talk about it, we all about it They make the plans, we sit and count Our chairs stacked just like a mountain You heard about it, she running her mouth She wants to ride it, she's trying to hide it I'm cool as ever, she's too excited Her man look like he wanna fight He ain't doing nothing but running there is a sticker on my computer. It's a work-issued computer, so I'm not sure I'm even supposed to put stickers on my computer, but I digress. It says, be curious, not judgmental. That, of course, a line from Ted Lasso, be curious, not judgmental. So I'm trying, Gabe Neitzel, Mark Chamura, Ashton Rotman, to take that approach this morning to the whole Aaron Rodgers did an astrology class yesterday. That's why we celebrated the uh, 12th anniversary of the Super Bowl. On the World Wide Web? Wait, that's why we celebrated the 12th anniversary? No, that's what he did to celebrate. He helped teach a class. Is that for real? Or are you just making that up? Well, I mean, that's how they were. Like, that was the promo for it that was out on, on Twitter. It said, celebrate the Packers winning the Super Bowl 12 years ago. No, the whoever the lady was who was the head of this thing, this astrology class that happened yesterday. Deborah. Her name was Deborah. Uh, mom. Deborah. Our mom, yes, as Aaron called her. Uh, so Deborah, when she put it out on social, said that we know how Aaron Rodgers is celebrating the 12th anniversary of the Super Bowl. He's helping teach this class. Yep, ba da ba da We're going to look at the stars and the moon. And the sun, and the water, and the other... Captain Planet, he's our hero. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was Cap- you never said Captain Planet? Never, not once. That's back-to-back days of you being lame, Gabe. You guys are old. You guys are so old. Chewy, you guys are you- sitting here talking about last Friday. You guys were talking with Craig about Dallas and um, Dukes of Hazard, And you guys have no idea what Captain Planet was. Uh, I think if you put it on What's the What's judgmental? Give me the definition of judgmental. Whatever you're about to do. judgmental. <laughs> when you're dealing with a doucher. Whatever when you're, you're dealing, about to do. <laughs> when you're dealing with a doucher, judgmental feels wonderful, doesn't it? See what I tell you. Other than curious, I'm not curious about this guy at all. I think he's a moron. 
<laughs> he's a hell of a football player, but he's a moron. <laughs> he's figured it out. He doesn't need to be someone? curious. He's arrived at a conclusion. So that, that would judgmental? be judgmental. Uh, judgmental says having or displaying an excessively critical point of view. Fault finding, condemnatory, disapproving. You like those? We tr- we tried going the other way for about 16 years, and it just didn't feel good. <laughs> right? <laughs> Judgmental feels so much better. That's a long time to do something to- that doesn't feel good. <laughs> I mean, you got to keep trying, Jen. Eventually you find Shooter's something that works. Shoot yeah. thing, I guess. <laughs> Chewy, so where do you stand on... Guy- I just, so just to be clear, I'm not talking about be curious, not judge- judgmental when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. I'm talking about be curious, not judgmental when it comes to astrology. Because it does feel like it's a whole world out there of stuff that I don't understand. And I don't want to be the person that just like dismisses something because it feels complicated to learn. So that's where I'm coming from on Uh, that. All right. Where I come from, is that a false god? Ooh, astrology? Is astrology a false god? Certainly feels like a false god because I'm team Jesus. Hey, I got I am Team Jesus, right? I don't need astrology or anything like that. I got the first-round pick of all first-round picks, okay? You guys can have all the other picks in the draft. As long as I have Team Jesus, I feel great. We should end the show right now. It's not going to get better than that. I'm I'm contemplating that. I'm considering that. I'm actually, that may be what we do because, yeah, I don't think we're coming back from I'm Team Jesus. I don't think that astrology and religion work – I think they can work in concert. I don't think that they necessarily clash. Um, but but again, far be it for me to dismiss a whole thing that like a lot of people believe in. What I don't understand is this. Does astrology mean that we then don't have free will? That whatever happens in our lives is just dictated by the stars? And whatever sun sign and moon sign and rising you were born under or is that more of like suggestions or guides or likelihoods for how your life is going to go see this is where i get confused about astrology i think it's got to be likelihoods because think about i guess when i think about it i think about it like this and and i haven't known too many twins in my life but twins would obviously this be the same sign right they're born on the same day yeah so but you know twins that are like complete opposites of one another right and so that doesn't that yeah. clash with what astrology is? Because aren't all the people under one sign supposed to be at least fundamentally similar? Isn't that how it works? So what? I, 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 again, I'm I'm grasping at straws here because I have never done a deep dive into it. Eight hundred nine nine zero thirty seven seventy six. I will take any and all experts or sort of experts, quasi experts, expert adjacents on astrology this morning because it does feel like the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers finds it very uh, interesting and also put a giant tattoo on his arm that we saw last year that talks about astrology. He did a podcast yesterday, a live uh, seminar, webinar, if you will, with a woman who is very much into astrology. And it does feel like Aaron Rodgers is looking for answers. Aaron Rodgers is searching. He is seeking. He is like out there trying to grasp at anything he can find that explains what? Who he is, how he is, why he is the way he is. Like, all of these things are are kind of interesting to me. Far be it for me to call myself an expert on this situation. <laughs> however, 
However, uh, I do have at least one friend, possibly more that I don't want to get into, that legitimately follow and uh, we believe in, makes it sound weird, but believe in astrology and follow the signs. Um, to my understanding, how astrology and those who follow astrology work is it's more of a the X happened because, like you're going and look, instead of this happens, this will happen, or this happens, it's this happened because of this, or more of an answer, Jen, like you're saying, you're searching for answers, it's like, oh, this happened because it was, you know, the sun was in Mercury, or falling, or rising, or whatever, it's Capricorn season. Okay, but then once you recognize that, like, this happened because of this, do you have any control over it, or is it, it is what it is? Like, if Aaron Rodgers is searching for answers about why he is the way he is or why relationships work or don't work or why this motivates him or that, you know what I mean? If you're trying to search for answers, once you get those answers, do you just throw your hands up in the air and go, Welp, the stars! Or do you then have control over the future way things roll out? That's where I'm getting jammed up on astrology. I don't understand. So I think it's maybe a little, maybe half a cup. Of what you're saying to use Chewy's why phrase, not yeah, little little why not both situation going on because I think you can understand why maybe some past relationships haven't worked out, but then you can now that you are armed with that knowledge, you can do some things differently going forward, knowing that hey, this is my sign, this is who I am, this is who I can clash with or you know get along with, and and kind of make decisions like more or less based off of that. I don't know. It's hard not to laugh about this. I'm sorry. Because I know people actually like, I know people actually believe in it, but like, I I don't know. It's funny to me. Okay, so let's just figure out. So again, I think we all basically know our signs, right? And I was telling you guys earlier today. I I pulled up everyone's horoscope if we want to get there at some point. Oh, Oh, that's what I was going to say. The extent of my knowledge of astrology is back when we used to open up the newspaper every day and we'd go to the comics section and right there adjacent to the comics section was the crossword puzzle, the Sudoku, and the astrology. And it would tell you what your horoscope was for the day. And oh boy, man, when I was in junior high or high school, that could ruin a day. Whatever that horoscope said as you were checking out the paper that landed on your front porch, it could ruin your day. So just for funsies, Gabe, let's go around the horn, let's go around the table, and you tell us what each of our horoscopes, which I believe is adjacent to astrology, what our horoscopes say for today. All right, Jen, uh, I have the Capricorn horoscope up for you. Which is what you and I are. You and uh, I are both. No, I am a. I'm an Aquarius. Huh? How long have you gone thinking that you were a Capricorn? See, I have no idea. So somebody, so Your last whole year, life? no. So yes, uh, last week when it was my birthday, I was out at the team event that um, was going, and we had a bunch of our teammates out at an event at X Golf in Brookfield, and somebody announced that it was my birthday, or whatever. And so somebody came up to me and went, "Oh, it's your birthday. You're a whatever." She said my sign was, and I went, "Sure." Like I. No idea. Like people tell me every year, uh, you know, around my birthday, what my sign. I forget every time. Anyway, you are a Capricorn, and this is an intense phase of interior modification, both physically and psychologically. Don't hesitate to padlock your refrigerator and avoid your favorite stores, Capricorn. You need to exert a bit more self-control as far as eating or spending is concerned if you want to get back into shape physically and mentally. Have you Why been overdoing it a little lately? Taking Perhaps me out? you regret it now. Why is the horoscope taking me I out? Oh, I eaten so much. Uh, what was that internal what? Interior what? Uh, this is an intense phase intense? of interior modification. Interior modification. Uh, 
Okay. Both physically and psychologically. Mm, interesting. Physically and psychologically. I'm sorry. Maybe you didn't understand the second sentence. Uh, don't hesitate to padlock your fujoweta <laughs> and avoid your favorite stores. Well, yes. Now that you say it like <laughs> yeah, that, now I understand. I understand. Why is the horoscope calling me a fatty? <laughs> <laughs> but, but they want you to improve. Put that padlock on the refrigerator. All right. What do we got for Chewy's horoscope? Chewy, what are you? Yeah, we know your birthday's coming up in just a few weeks. So Chewy's a Pisces. Maybe. Yeah, this is the dumbest thing. So the person sitting next to you who was born four days after you has the same horoscope? This is the dumbest stuff I've ever heard <laughs> or of. Or it life. could be one day after you and have a different one. Unless mine's good. Let me hear it. <laughs> what meticulousness, Pisces. You may feel a sudden urgent need to take a close look at your financial situation. Wardrobe, cupboards, or car. Man, that is... A wild shotgun approach of things you may need to take a look at. Financial situation, wardrobe, cupboards, or car. It just feels a little throwing spaghetti at this (laughs) point, but let's continue. List the things you need to do in order to fix them over the next few days. You're going to spend your day taking inventory in your life. Why not? It's important to get a really good look at the reality of things occasionally. That doesn't, not nothing. So far, it's a big, what about yours? Uh, Okay, so me as the Aquarius, the period you're in now is is about getting ahead, Aquarius. If you've been dissatisfied with some aspect of your career over the past few months, don't wait any longer to do something about it. Things aren't going to get any better all by themselves. You need to remold your reality to fit your goals and aspirations. This would be a perfect day to ask for a raise if you feel you deserve one. These are horrible, although that does feel a little precedent for you. Precedent? Press. Present. Present? Omnipresent. Present. I don't know what we're Crescent saying. Crescent roll? <laughs> oh, that sounds Let's good go right now. Let's go with that one. I mean, it's um, like a moon. What, uh, that felt a little bit, that felt a little bit helpful. I mean, yeah, I'm going to be calling up a bunch of people asking for more money today. <laughs> what do you want me to do? The, the internet told me to. said so. Ashy, what's Ashy's uh, horoscope? I'm Ashy. a Virgo. Yeah, okay, Virgo. Here we go. Today, you may feel a lot more energetic after a a tiring past few days. When you're feeling good, everything's fine. You're feeling motivated again to get down and tackle the work that's waiting for you. If you have time to make some calls, don't be afraid to look for new prospects because today promises some very beneficial partnerships in your professional or even spiritual life. These are terrible. That seemed pretty spot on for me. That was fantastic. I felt great. Wow. Call a girl, go on a date. That's pretty much what this says. Wow. Right, I'm okay. On Which all one? right. All right. Yeah. I mean, that's not me. That's the, the horoscope. Did the speaking. horoscope suggest a girl that he should call, or are we just kind of running through the old? Uh... Funny. Why is this horoscope signed Sweet Susie? That's very, <laughs> very strange. I think so, it's a tender. A tender? Like chicken tenders? Yeah. Those were that terrible. Was in right? The dating app. No, Tinder. I, oh, no. my God. A food-related dating app would be amazing. Sorry, that's another topic for another day. <laughs> I'm sorry. That just gave me an idea. That actually is interesting. Um, so one of the people who actually did listen to the webinar yesterday is, is it Justin Mosqueda? Mos, Mos, Mosqueda. Mosqueda. Uh, he's Justice. A Packers, Justice, excuse me. Thank you very much. Justice Mosqueda. I can't read this morning. Uh, and he did post a few highlights, tidbits, nuggets from Aaron Rodgers doing this astrology webinar yesterday. And one of the things he said was related to a player that we have been discussing over the last 24, 48 hours or so. And that is Devontae Adams. 
Justin posted yesterday on his Twitter account that Devontae Adams, scrolling, scrolling, just looking for the exact tweet, so I'm not sitting here um, scrolling, guessing. I can't find it. It didn't disappear. It basically said that Devontae Adams strives for greatness and has a high pain threshold because he is a Capricorn. And this is where you sort of lose me on the whole astrology thing. Because you can't have teams and front offices and GMs out there picking NFL talent based on their horoscope, based on their astrology, can you? I mean, if you he, believe in it, if, if guys are tough because they're Capricorn, then why not? Uh, do you mean to tell me that every single person who's a Capricorn is tough? That's, that's how it's supposed to work, isn't it? What year? What 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 month is the Capricorn? Uh, Capricorn is um, January. Yes, it's me. yeah, I'm a Cap. So late December into middle of January. Just trying to think of some wusses. <laughs> I was born in August. So. <laughs> you sure? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds like maybe you could have been born. Um, anyway, we will ask Jason Wildey about his take on astrology as well, because clearly this is something that Aaron Rodgers really cares about. He spent a little time yesterday on this webinar for astrology, talked about Devontae Adams and, and why he feels like he's been successful and whatnot. And he said this, guys, and this was very, well, this was very Aaron Rodgers. He apparently said, normal is just a setting on the dryer. Is that supposed to be deep? Oh, I think profound. so. Yeah. Jason Wildey coming up next on Jen Gave It Stick around. Ridge Top Exteriors provides the best quality roof, siding, windows, doors, expertly installed at an affordable price. That's it. That should be the read. That's all you should need to know about Ridge Top Exteriors. Because think about that. One company that does all those things, roof, siding, windows, doors. So any exterior project you need, you have experts who will install it, and they do it affordably. But that's not all with Ridgetop Exteriors, because with all those great things that they do, they consider customer service their number one goal and strive to exceed expectations of the homeowners that they serve. So not only does Ridgetop Exteriors have the best quality roofs, siding, windows, and doors expertly installed at an affordable price, but their customer service is their number one goal. And customer service in 2023 can be hard to come by. You should be trusting a company that wants customer service to be their number one goal. Goal. So go to their website, richtopexteriors.com. You get a free estimate for that next project. And again, all you have to do is go to richtopexteriors.com. All Packers, all the time. I still think in the end, he's more likely to cave than he is to stick to his guns and say, yeah, I, I want to still play somewhere else. Okay, most of the time. Almonds specifically nuts. or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts <laughs> work. It's Jason Wildy on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. We take a break here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy from what is written in the stars to talk to our guy Jason Wildy this morning. Good morning, Jason. How are you today? Uh, I'm really sad. <gasps> really sad? Oh, boy. Really, really, really sad. What's what going happened? on, buddy? Well, I missed... I, 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 had, I had multiple people send me information, and yet I missed the master class on astrology with uh, 
with Aaron Rodgers. So I'm hoping you guys are going to fill me in because it sounds like you guys <laughs> it. And I missed it. We were we were doing our grid <laughs> review. And I'm so disappointed. This reminds me of that line from Office Space where he's like, I see you've been missing a lot of work. And he's like, wouldn't say I've been missing it. I think you can take that approach on this as well, Jason. Uh, it's out, Again, I, I'm trying to be curious, not judgmental, like our friend Ted Lasso. I'm not sure what to think about it. I just said to the guys, like, I sure hope that GMs and whatnot aren't starting to look towards potential players astrology to see if they would be good teammates. I feel like that's maybe taking things a little too far, but Rogers obviously complimenting Devonte Adams yesterday saying that he has a high pain threshold and strives for greatness because he's a Capricorn and as a Capricorn myself can confirm, can confirm high pain threshold can confirm striving for greatness. Great. <laughs> what I was going to ask cool. you, Jason, is that it looks like Las Vegas is now the odds-on favorite, if you are a betting fella, which we know you are not, with an implied probability of 81.8% to land Aaron Rodgers. Of course, there was a lot of blustering this weekend, which is what I call all of the stuff surrounding Rodgers right now. Uh, and Devontae Adams, to his credit, did say that it's mostly social media trolling. He said, I'm first team all troll, so don't take none of that too serious. Should Packers fans be taking it seriously? I'm not sure what they should be doing at this point, frankly. We've got astrology seminars. We've got uh, Rogers feeding into this. Um, I, I love Devontae, and, and I loved his uh, first-team all-troll line. I thought that was fantastic. Um, but I, I do believe that there is some smoke here, and that means there's at least a little bit of fire. But but I would also say this. I, if this kind of thing comes to fruition, we have crossed over, uh, as Mark Murphy might say, the Rubicon, and we're getting to a point where at least some star players in the NFL have reached NBA status. I mean, was that Friday that Kyrie Irving came out and said that he wanted to be traded? Uh, Thursday, because then he got traded on Saturday. It was within 48 hours he got yeah. shipped out. Right. And so, and, and we saw James Harden do it, and obviously LeBron James has been a master of it. And if, if Aaron Rodgers ends up with the Raiders or with, with the Jets, um, I, I will fully believe that now, somehow, some way, the NFL's biggest stars have gotten to the point where they are empowered to to decide their destination. Obviously, Goody uh, gave Devontae Adams since he wouldn't give him a contract. At least gave him the team that he wanted to play for, and then Derek Carr obviously did not uh, survive after I don't know what was it, 15, fourteen games. He got benched after that. Um, uh, look, if if Aaron Rodgers goes there, or if Rodgers goes to the Jets, we have entered a new era where players have far more control over where they play, like NBA players do, than ever before. Jason, should he be enjoying this? I mean, it, it was nauseating for no. me to watch him at the uh, Pebble Beach. Thing. I mean, this is a guy who went berserk before the draft, what, two or three years ago, they placated to everything he wants, and he's almost having fun with this. My yeah, desire I, would be for the Packers to say, yeah, we just traded you to Jacksonville. 
Sorry. Thank you. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. It just and obviously, yeah, and obviously he has the ability, even though as he said to Max a couple weeks ago, he doesn't have a no trade clause. But you know, I, I've been, I feel like I've been a broken record on this. But this is why he will keep retirement, the retirement club in his bag. So if they try to trade him anywhere he doesn't want to go, uh, he will be able to. And this is another great example. Like Favre, you know, he, he obviously removed the, the retirement club from his bag in 2008, so he ended up with the Jets instead of the Buccaneers. It, it's proof that things have evolved to where uh, you can have more control over where you go. Chewy, I 1,000% I, I agree with you. Um, Craig and I talked about it on Sunday Karma on Sunday, um, you know, Oh, by the way, Aaron Rodgers still under contract with the Green Bay Packers. Thank you. And yet he's talking about how all these fans are yelling different teams they want him to come to, and we hear a lot of Raiders chants and Devontae misses you and all this other garbanzo. And again, I always say this because it's true. Um, I'm not saying anything that I wouldn't say to his face, and part of me – I, as I told Tausch on the show yesterday, I was mulling whether or not I wanted to text him and just say, dude, what the F are you doing? Can you please explain to me why you're doing this? Oh, Jason, you could be his shut the bleep up guy. I'm an Aquarius. What does that mean? I can do for him? <laughs> it's a great point. <laughs> we should find out because, hear- again, it's all written in the stars, apparently. Is he, is he an earth sign? Because I'm a water sign. Together we make mud. Again, is that, is that how that works? That's about the extent of my astrology knowledge as well. I, uh, I don't know if that's true. That's just from the classic film uh, that was filmed at the University of Wisconsin-Madison before I got there, Back to School, starring Rodney Dangerfield. Uh, so, Jason, kind of going back to the NBA comparison. So, taking a look at the Kyrie situation, clearly he really wanted to go to the Lakers. Still ended up in a decent enough spot with the Mavericks, but... The, the Nets decided, we ain't trading you to the Lakers, ain't going to do that. Are the Packers going to be in a spot like that where, okay, you clearly want to go to the Raiders and play with Devontae. No, nope, we're not going to do that. But now the Jets are still a decent enough option for you. We're just going to ship you out there. It, it, is that a potential thing that could happen? Is the relationship between him and Gutekunst uh, that frosty, or is it more amicable? Yeah, great question. I, I don't know the answer to that. I... I... I definitely don't believe that their relationship is uh, all hunky-dory as they tried to depict it. And, and I, I've never believed that. I believe that it was being oversold. That's just my opinion. Um, but that's a great point. I, I, I had not uh, – he, he is Kyrie Irving in a lot of ways, uh, except I think he knows through his astrology that the earth is uh, round and not flat. But I, I don't know. I, Gabe, I just – I don't know. And again, I would go back to what I was saying earlier. I just don't, I don't understand what he's doing and, and what bothers me. And, and again, I understand that I am sensitive and I make a big deal out of some stuff that other people don't, but I really and truly take the role that we and I have as a conduit between the team and players and coaches and the fans seriously and there are people who care about this team, I was saying this yesterday, to an un- unhealthy level, frankly, right? I mean, when the Packers lose 
their week is ruined, Jerry. And I, I personally don't feel that, but they do. And, and I, first of all, I appreciate that. I, I'm so glad people care so much about this team that I have a job that, w- that I am able to pay my mortgage by doing. It's not the hardest job in the world. I'm not, you know, working that harness beggar here. So I, I get it. But that's what bothers me about his kind of flippant approach to this is that he just, for all the people that say he's a narcissist, He's not doing anything to dispel that. And and I understand he likes to tell people that he doesn't give a you-know-what about what people think. I don't believe him. I don't. I think he still does. I think people who tell you that they don't care what people think generally care what people think. And so I don't know what his end game is here in terms of his image or his PR. Like, obviously, he doesn't care about certain aspects because uh, – some of the things he says and does are made fun of by a segment of fans and people. But I just, uh, if he asked me for my advice, I would not advise him to do the things he's been doing. Yeah, Jason, yesterday I said he reminds me of a, uh, of a person in a relationship who goes out to the bar and is flirting with every potential suitor out there and hoping that it gets back to their significant other, hoping that their significant other, you know, happens to see it on social media and all that stuff. You know, there's a layer to kind of um, stroking his ego here that he seems to be enjoying. Yeah. This faux yeah. free agency, which I called it yesterday, faux free agency. I like that. I like that line a lot because that was, that's funny because I made a similar compare. I said it was, you know, look, I, I could not be happier in my life and in my marriage. And Paul has been through a lot, and she's amazing. I do think that as a married guy, it's always nice when some pretty girl talks to you and makes you think, oh, I still got it. I'm not going to do anything about it at all. But, hey, I'm not a complete fat slob that no one wants to talk to. But... You don't act upon any of that behavior. And I wonder if he will act upon this or not. Like, will we go through this whole spiel and in the end, he still ends up with the Packers anyway. Like that's, that to me is really fascinating. And I'll be curious to see how he uh, massages his messaging. If that ends up being the final result that he comes back for another year with the Packers, because the guy who talked during the rain delay at Pebble beach, Looked like a guy that was exactly what you said, completely reveling in the attention that he was getting. And, and it, it did not, I did not think it was a good look for him at all. He's Jason Wilde. You can, of course, hear him on Wilde and Tausch right after Jen, Gabe, and Chewy here on ESPN Wisconsin. Thank you, Jason. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good. Time to get your dialing fingers ready, Jen, Gabe, and Chewy listeners. Superb Owl Squares is back for another year on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. All week long, we are playing championship game trivia with you, the fans, to register for our squares board on Sunday's big game. The rules are pretty simple. Call in right now. Be the first to answer a trivia question correctly. And if you do, you'll be assigned random squares on our big board for Sunday's big game. You get it wrong, we go to the next caller. They get a new question. They'll try to answer. It goes on and on until we get a winner. So call right now, 800-990-3776, 800-990-3776 for superb owl squares on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. It's Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Can, yes. Was no, it a yep. mistake? Yep. Ashy yep. bashy. Yep. 
Yes, it was. Yes, yeah. you didn't even know what the hell I said. You asked if it was a mistake. What was, what mistake? was a mistake? Go back to soccer on 94.5 ESPN. Brooke Lopez trying to direct some traffic from the top of the arc. Gets it to Middleton. Now sets a screen for Chris. Moving to his left. Lobs to Brooke who dunked it over. Gary Payton. Shout out to our guy Gabe Neitzel on a Tuesday here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy who called the Bucks game last night here on 94.5 ESPN. It was on WTMJ. but little sure. mop-up duty, huh? Yeah, it was on 620. You're right. Marquette is on 94.5 and the Bucks there we go. are on 620. Yeah, uh, ended up uh, filling in. Dave Kane feeling a little under the weather uh, and had the opportunity to call the game last night. It was a good game. Bucks played well. They're... Once they get healthy, and the only healthy piece they're missing right now is uh, Bobby Portis, but Bobby's doing some pregame work, so I think he's going to be back sooner rather than later. They're a dangerous, dangerous team in the East. How many wins have they put together now? A uh, total? Well, I think no, straight. They're, no, they're on a streak. They're yeah, on a win streak. Eight, it's the uh, biggest in the league, eight games in a row. Well, that is very exciting. Did you do that by yourself? Uh, Justin Garcia did it with me last night. Oh, okay. Should we get to some superb owl squares, too? As long as I can answer. You can't, you can't. answer. <laughs> Why? Just tell us if you know it, and then you can tell us what the answer okay. is if they get it wrong. How's that work? Mm. Yeah, that's fine. I don't trust him, though. Sounds good. All right, here we go. Let's go out dangerous. to Matt in Milwaukee. Matt, you're up first on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy to play Superb Owl Squares. You ready, Matt? I'm ready. Who is the last running back to win Super Bowl MVP? Who is the last running back to win Super Bowl MVP? Jerome Bettis? Jerome Bettis is not correct. All right, Drew, you know it? Yeah. Was it my year, 32? Yeah, it was, and I think that's why Jen did it to you. It's kind of mean. Shut up, Ashton. <laughs> Terrell What's Davis. his name? Tyrell Davis? Terrell Davis is the answer. Terrell. What happened in that game? I forgot. Jeez. I got my guys. Wow. Why are you guys so mean to Chewy? Chewy, I got your back. Yeah. Don't worry, that wasn't bud. mean at all. Thanks, I, I thought he would know the answer. That's why I picked it. Oh, sure. Throwing not because he was going to bring up bad memories of his least favorite game of it's all time. It's not bad memories. He got his guy. He doesn't talk about, like, he That's... hates talking about it. That's his defense mechanism. Second half. God, if I had just known his astrology sign, I would have known that that would have been a trigger for him and I would have pivoted. No, I wouldn't have. Let's go out to Mitch in Germantown. Mitch in Germantown, you're up next on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. We're playing superb owl squares. You ready, Mitch? Yes, I am. Who was the Chiefs' starting quarterback in Super Bowl One? I know that one, too. Oh... Yes. Chewy, what is he doing? Chewy. (laughs) That's all I got. I want to say Lenny Dykes. Lenny Dawson. Lenny Dawson. Lenny Dawson. I think we give it to him. (laughs) What, Chewy? No, no, he he said Lenny Dykstra. That's not the right answer. Chewy. (laughs) Chewy. You got to calm down there, buddy. (laughs) He's so excited. What are we giving away? A car here or what? We're giving away anything. squares. I'm two for two. Shut <laughs> up. Please. Sheesh. Let's go out to Jim in West Bend. Jim, you're on with Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Are you ready to play Superb Owl Squares? Give it to me. I think he said give it to me, right? Who is the all-time leading touchdown scorer in Super Bowl history? Oh, I'm supposed to say Superb Owl. 
<laughs> Again, as we established, you're not breaking any rules. I know it was the bit, but let's be honest. You weren't going to make it all week anyway. Who is the all-time leading I touchdown scorer in too. Superb Owl history? Who has the most touchdowns in Super Bowl history? Jerry Wright. Jerry yes. Rice is correct. Three for three. Eight touchdowns for Jerry Rice. Five touchdowns for Rob Gronkowski. Five touchdowns for Emmett Smith. And want to make sure we shout out our friend Sneaky Hembo, Paul Hembakitis, who you see on Get Up on ESPN and here on Greeny right here on 94.5 ESPN. He puts together this lengthy list of questions. Although, Chew, yesterday we were very worried because... Between segment one and segment two, I think we went through seven or eight questions. Yeah, still a little concerned. I got a really? funny feeling I may end up writing some questions for Friday's show. Well, Emma will give us some more if we okay. need Okay, all right. Yeah, he's good like I mean, that. he's busy. He is. He's so Jim is our big winner this morning. Jim gets put on our uh, superb owl square board. He'll have some random squares assigned to him. And then, of course, we will all be watching on Sunday when the Eagles take on the Chiefs in the big game. Whoever has the correct square pairing will win an ESPN Milwaukee prize pack, plus something else that will be revealed later this week. We were just talking about Gabe Neitzel doing the game last night. So you got called kind of last minute, kind of coming in. You know, uh, they were in a jammy jam. And how much are you, like, cramming that day to prepare for calling the Bucks game last night? So I feel like I watch enough of the Bucks, so that was pretty easy. Don't watch as much of the Blazers, and they've got three talented young players, Dame Lillard more in the prime of his career, but they've got three guys averaging over 20 points per game, so it's just kind of getting used to what their roster looks like, diving into that. What complicated things yesterday is I also did Canty and Carlin, so that kind of cut into like the prep time. So yesterday ended up being a long day. What did you do yesterday, Chew? Uh, worked out, sat in the sun. Um, Shut up. Sat made in the some sun. chicken cordon bleu. Ooh, from ate scratch. Outside. Uh, I didn't do a lot, but you know what? So I flew down here late Saturday night. Got in at two thirty, right? Southwest. It was very good on time. Everything. Thirty-five people on the plane. Right? Which isn't a lot. No, that's, which is very nice. You got a whole row to yourself. So why does some idiot want to sit between me and my wife? With 35 people on the plane. Well, because she's very attractive. And so are you, pal. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> but I'm like, dude, oh, like there's no one on the plane <laughs> Did you say something? You know? I'm like, you want us to move? Do you need the seat? Oh, no. I just, I guess I didn't realize I'm like, I know she's got big jacks, but you touch them and you die. <laughs> I mean, what other reason? 35 people on 160 So you guys could have all plane. essentially had your own row. Did you and Angie ever contemplate that? Yes. Did you ever say, you take this row, I'll take the one across, so you had a little more space? Or did you really no, want to sit but next now, to each No, but now, Jen, if the plane is full, instead of sitting in the middle, she'll sit behind me. Why? Is that okay? No, that's fine. Yeah, especially she doesn't want to, you want. Especially on Southwest. She, yeah, doesn't wanna, you want. she doesn't want to sit in the middle. Okay. What is your I strategy on Southwest, Chew? What is your strategy? Are you an aisle guy? Are you a front of the plane guy? Are you a... Well, there's, there's one seat, Jen, where there's no... You know, the exit row in the middle of the plane where there's no seat in front of the one seat. Sure, sure. 
But the problem today is you're looking at eh, a day and a half to get off the plane if you're sitting that far back, you know, and you just get frustrated on how slow people are. Like, let's go for crying out loud. (laughs) I thought you're supposed to kind of get slower as you get older, not impatient. I've become extremely impatient. You've become impatient? Is that normal? Huh? I thought you were giving us an audio aid there when you were going, as you become <laughs> older, like the Are you guys impatient? The DMV on Zootopia. I'm pretty patient. Eh, depends. You are? Mm-hmm. Roundabouts bother you? Yes. No. They bother the hell out of me. They bother me stupid people. Wait, no, 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 no. Let's be clear. No, 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 no. The roundabout doesn't bother you. People's inability to navigate the roundabout bothers you. Yes. Yeah, because yes. the roundabout is supposed to make life easier. It's supposed to eliminate well, the whole it, stopping it takes away at the four-way from, stop. The whole purpose of the roundabout is t- to take away. It, they're all side collisions instead of head-on impacts. That's the purpose of the roundabout. Okay, that's why they put them in and to move traffic traffic a little slower. These people that stop, I, I, I mean, I, I lose my mind. That, like, it's not that hard of a concept, right? Hey, I, welcome to my world. I do the take out the trash almost every <laughs> week on people traveling, on the airport woes, on the issues I have on an airplane. I don't know if you're expecting sympathy from me over here or are you expecting me to just, like... Uh, no, but the world is all about anticipation. 100% about anticipation. This sounds like normal is Anticipate just on the what the person in front of you or in your life is going to do. Hmm. How's that, work? How's that working out for you in your marriage? When, are, you, when, are you good about <laughs> anticipating? Did you anticipate well, that I, Angie would go through the recycling bin and find the bottle of wine that you shared with the blammer? No, but I learned <laughs> from that, Jen. So now instead of putting it inside the house in the recycle bin, you bury it outside. Now, if she goes checks there, she needs to be committed. Yeah, Jen, you're so, <laughs> by the way, Jen, you're so right. This is basically astrology. Chewy says he's Team Jesus, but right now he's Team Stars. <laughs> you just got a bunch of wine bottles buried in your backyard <laughs> like Cousin Eddie out in Vegas looking for his life savings. <laughs> we got to take a break here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Much more right after this. Milwaukee has relied on Ewald Automotive to keep them on the road for almost 60 years. They've been on a mission to provide the best experience, whether you're servicing your car or shopping for a new one. I've done both at Ewald. The process is so smooth, so easy. Because, again, they've been doing this for 60 years. Ewald spans across southeast Wisconsin, but their commitment remains local. Their customers are their neighbors. They live, work, and raise their families together in the same communities as you. That's why it's their goal to help you find the right car for your family. And again, Ewald, their experience, they know what they're doing. They make it easy. So go to EwaldAuto.com. Someone stiff else. Earlier. From one white stiff to another, <laughs> I'm pretty well versed in the in the realm of stiffs. On 94.5 ESPN. Chewy on ESPN Milwaukee. One of the things that I do not love when Chewy decides to go down to his Florida home is that we don't get a chance to chitty chat during the breaks. I love our little break chitty chats. So I sent Chew a video that I saw this weekend 
Uh, it's it's a it's a platter of frog legs. It's a platter, right, of a bunch of like frog legs that they are what going to they're preparing. steam. Yeah, they're preparing to yeah fry however you make them. or bake or however you make frog legs. And one of the frogs, and all the heads are cut off. Okay, all the heads of the frogs are cut off, but one of them is trying very dramatically to get out of the pan. <laughs> okay. I sent this over to Chew. Gabe and I are watching on the Zoom to see him react to it. He does the thing where all of a sudden he like brings the phone closer to his face to see exactly what he's looking at. Have you ever had frog legs? I have. I have not. On a cruise. Uh, it's a texture thing with me. It's not unlike calamari, I don't I think. If you like calamari. Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good like raw calamari though, right? But no, so I I had it they were breaded. They were breaded frog legs. They weren't like To me, this. it was like, we all love steak, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like if a cow or a steer or whatever, steer can't have a baby, right? Cow, whatever. Keep it you moving. Keep You're it the moving. farmer. Keep it moving. You were the one no, who was on has the baby, farm. Has the baby, and then you cut the steak right after it was just, it's like a texture. It's like mush meat. It's like, it's. you know what I'm saying? Oh yes, it's I do. Just and like, texture is your big thing very, when it comes to food. It's, it's very loose. Put it that way. <laughs> First it's time, never very mind. loose. Never mind. It's a texture thing, though. It's if you can get past the texture, it tastes like chicken. You know. But again, calamari it's is like the best grandma, comparison I can make. Is like that, like slimy. It's like frying. Yeah, it's like frying up grandma's trapeze arm. You know. <laughs> That's kind of the texture of it, and it's just like... Nobody at home can see what you're doing, but basically you held your arm up and you did the bat wing, right? You got the bat everyone wing. Knows the, everyone bat knows wing the trapeze arm. Bat wing is something completely arm, different, Jen, no, just so I you're know. aware. You guys do the bat wing with your thing. Ashton. Your thingy. Ashton. Do not involve me in any when, of this. I do not want to be Ashton. Ashton. When I said trapeze arm, you exactly knew what I was talking about. I did about. not. I've never heard that phrase. I've yes, never heard do. that either. I promise you but I've never heard I it. But since I saw you lift up your arm and show me chicken the, wing is what I know the it jiggly skin. Wait, chicken wing? I know you that know it's chicken wing. Like a trapeze. It goes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what a trapeze is? <laughs> I don't think she does. Yeah. She doesn't. <laughs> Uh, yes, I, I do. So you're talking about the flabby skin under your arm, yes. right, where it gets a little loose. Right. I, I've heard well, that called the bat wing. Again. No, the bat wing is... is, is, is Ask is, Brett. Yes. <laughs> it's very leathery. Somebody text him. <laughs> no. There's there's the bird bath. There's the bat wing. There's the that. flying squirrel. There's the turtle. There's the turtle. Uh, did I say bird bath? So we went from <laughs> astrology to zoology here on Jen Game and Chewy in a matter of 56 minutes. Look at the range we have here on this program. It's the one thing they say about the speed bag. He's still the speed going. bag got us in trouble in uh, Super Bowl. Oh, 31. that's what it was? The speed bag? Yeah. Mm. Homegirl walked in. Uh, uh, we have doing? someone weighing in on the ESPN Milwaukee talk and text line regarding this conversation. He said it's called the bingo flappers. I've never heard that one either. I okay, assume it's because I've never heard of that one. the the blue hairs play bingo. Yeah, and when they're going bingo, then they throw their bingo flappers up in the air. If I'm not careful, yeah. I can get a little. Yeah, you want yeah, to work what those your, tries. That's what your astrology thing said. It's probably because you're eating too much. Got to lock up that that fudgeweight. Why did the astrology thing call me a fatty? 
That's <laughs> <laughs> what it did. I, I don't know what you want me to do. Got? I just Bird read it. Bath. I think we should put that on the poll, by the way, Ashy. What do you Pork call? chop. Oh, we got pork chop. Oh, the pork chop. Pork chop. Pork chop's a good one. Pork chop was the dog from Doug. Right? Yep. Yes. Okay. It's correct. We'll be right back after this.